World Champions. Grace Note. Vortex. Pipe Band. Podcast. The Grace Note Vortex Pipe Band Podcast is brought to you by our friends and sponsors, Accolty BB Bagpipe Specialists. For all of your pipe band needs, speak to the professionals at www.bagpipespecialists.com. Hello, and welcome back to The Grational Vortex, episode 8. Um, thanks to everyone who downloaded episode 7, to all our new listeners, hello, to all our current fans, also hello. Um, yeah, just thanks for sticking around and bearing with us. Uh, a two-week turnaround on a podcast for us. It's unusual. Unheard of. Yeah. Um, as you can hear, I'm here as always with Stuart. Hi there, how you doing? Good to speak to you again so soon. I don't know. And we've also got on the line, all the way from Nine Wells Hospital, bum, with bum, a bum. big massive hole in his foot, it's Scotty Campbell. Oh, from one big team at Nine Wells. Technology is wonderful, all the way using the WhatsApp video call. That's it, yeah. <laughs> but back to Scotty. Scotty, man, it's been a while. How are you? I'm grand, guys. Grand being there. Um, just um, covering post-op, so feeling great and ready to try and get back into the world. Well, you're still ugly, so I would I would get your money back from that plastic surgeon. I would try, but it's a lost cause. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right there with you, man. I'm trying to get back in after uh, after my back surgery. Back playing the pipes, exactly. trying to get the stamina going again, and uh, I'm I'm aiming for Dumbarton to to get back to to the competition circle. Scotty, yourself, are you hoping you hoping to get out of the season again at all, or? I'm aiming for Dumbarton as well. Um, I won't be play, I won't be able to play at Forest. There's no chance. No, no chance of just Forrest. wheeling you on in the kind of wheelchair. Don't you know how you do that with a drum? I've seen pipers doing it. I would love to. I would <laughs> absolutely love to. But it's, uh, nah, I'm not, I can't imagine. I'll be there in spirit. I'll be there, hopefully, spectating. But uh, playing-wise, I'll be aiming for Dunbar likes to. Excellent. Good. Well, I hope you guys manage it and get you back out there on the field. I'm missing it, man. I'm missing it. So anyway, we've got... So, uh, yeah, well, we're speaking about Belfast there. Yeah, we're speaking uh, about Belfast. Yeah, so did you guys get a chance to... Obviously, Big Rab was doing the live streaming again. Um, what did you guys think listening at home? I think the results were pretty much spot on the way that I would have had them. Oh, congrats to Slop as well, our uh, UK champions. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Um, they, had a, they had a great run, and um, listening to the different... Um, recordings that are available because obviously I wasn't there so can't tell you what was on the park can't tell you what was live but I think uh, I think deserved win for slot I think FM a really close second for me personally um, and uh, and obviously the the top the top six I, I think it's hard to argue with absolutely drumming wise Scotty agree with the slot for the uh- Uh, 
so impressed with their drumming as well. Everybody, it's like the top six. It's very hard to separate uh, band-wise, drumming-wise. Like we said, the top six at grade one is so tight, it's so difficult. That brings us on nicely to our yeah. first our first sort of topic we're going to speak about, and that is something that's come around quite often, is the potential for a premier grade, above grade one. I love, I love this topic. I think it's great. Um, because if you have... It's fresh. If you have ten bands... It's far better, can I just say, it's far better topic than the numbers cap nonsense. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, but that's going to rear its head again if you have a premier grade. But anyway, sorry. Besides the point, let's not get into that. Um, premier grade. My thoughts, my what I see is ten top bands, um, and the kind of top of grade two and bottom of grade one, always kind of merging into a grade one, uh, a division one grade one, where you every year you have a relegation promotion, two up, two down. Premier grade, yep. grade one, and every year the two bands switch. So there's there's no, um, you know, every year a new two bands gets a, a pop at this premier grade. They might come straight back down. They might not, you know, um, they might steadily improve. They might get up to that top grade, crack the top six. But I don't know. Like for me, there's too many bands just now that are nomads. Do you think if they did that sort of system, sort of, you know, two up, two down, do you think especially, well, any of the grades really, do you think that would help with player retention? Oh, that's a difficult one. You know, I'm just I'm just thinking, well, yeah, 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 I'm just yeah, kind of thinking, you know, say your band gets promoted, say, three eight to grade two, right, hell of a jump, okay? Yeah. Maybe attracting a few players, you know, excellent, we're up to grade two, keep, like, yeah, yeah, you know what it's like when your band wins prizes, you're like, yes, let's go for it. So, but then, you know, first season in grade two, not doing so well, maybe you end up in that bottom two at the end of that first season, you know, and then bang, you're back down, back down in grade 3A the next season, right, just for example. Or, you know, as a side topic, you know, so your first season in that new grade is safe. Right. Something like that. But yeah. do you think the fact that there's the chance that, okay, we've maybe come back, we might finish top in grade 3A again, so let's all stay together, let's all learn from that season and yeah. go back up and do it. Do you think that would encourage people to stay like in these bands? I think like one of the things I, I kind of mean about this general premier grade, though, is that it maybe wouldn't, the two up, two down thing, maybe wouldn't count for the other grades below. Okay. Um, the two up, two down so thing just, would just be based on that premier grade so that you can't get a monopoly, a franchise type situation where you have premier grade bands and they will always be the premier grade bands. Similar to what we kind of had with grade one, but grade one is just expanding so much. And I don't think it's a bad thing. I just think that like you've got these bands coming up um, that are good bands, you know, got great players in them, uh, good fingers and you know, they're, they're no bad pipers, they're no bad drummers, but the chances of them breaking that top six is just is just limited, you know, because, again... It's disheartening sometimes. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, it's, it's disheartening, and I think that's, the, that's part of the player retention argument, mm-hmm. because if you're good enough for one of the top six bands that are always kind of in and around that top six, then you choose to play for one, because you... Let's face it. You want to 
win prizes. Yeah, yeah. What's your what's your thoughts on the the old Premier grade there, Scotty? So just eight bands then, okay. Makes it, makes it tighter, it makes it much, I would say make it much more exciting and it gives the chance of the remaining grade one bands mix it up and gives the bottom half of the grade one bands they actually play separate for the majors and then it makes that premier grade so much uh, the, the chance for one of the big bands to even have a bad year and go down. Absolutely, yeah, yeah I, I, would totally, agree, I would agree with that, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I see what you mean, like, at the end of the day, you know, you have a good run in a Premier grade with eight bands, you know, you might have been finishing bottom two and not hitting those prizes, and then you might have a great run, and that one of those bottom, those top six mm. bands has a poor run one day, and you're you're right in a top six, you get a little boost, and, you know, that they're all going to be at that that level and know the level that they've, they've really got to hit. Mm. Right now, I don't know. I think I think grade one's just I think it's just separated almost from this like guys who are almost professionals. Uh, you know, the, those top bands have guys that are not getting paid to do it by the bands, but they're they're professional musicians. A lot of them, and yeah, uh, you know they're playing their pipes for for a living maybe or. And if they're not playing their pipes, they're playing something else, you know, in folk bands or whatever. And that's always a boost for a band. And I, I just think that, like, there, there's just a separation just now between the kind of the top, the very top, and this kind of nomad, mm. no prize area. So let's say, let's say, yes, we're going to go, say, next season, or even season 2020, we're going to go for the Premier Grade. How do you set Absolutely. it up? How, how, how do you set it up? Do you... I'm just using Belfast as an example. Okay. So let's go with Scotties. So the Premier Grade, we're going to have the top eight bands at the end of the season. Boom. Premier Grade. There you go. So for example, for our, dom- our local domestic... Not thinking about the world. Our local domestic competitions, if you like. So for example, Belfast, we had 16 bands. You take out eight bands. Your then new Grade 1 contest is just eight bands. You'd, you'd have to, this is what I was saying at the start, though, you'd have to go for the top of grade two as well, I think. Okay. And take, and you could almost probably then merge 3A and 3B and just have a grade three. I have to say, I've never been a fan of the A's and B's. I think a lot of the time, I think the like of the States and Canada, they've got it right with grade five, grade four, grade three, grade two, grade one. I just think it makes it nice and easy. Mm-hmm. And plus, it's a, it's, okay, being put down to grade five might be a bit disheartening. But like I say, so many bands are just stuck between four B and three A. Do you know? It just yeah. seems, just just from just from that experience myself playing in 
these more of the bands, you know, it is such a battle to climb out of these grades. Because you know, you're always losing players at yes. the end of the day. You're Because yeah. these guys get to a level that they want to move up. They want to play at grade one. They want to play at grade two and win prizes. Would you say, I mean, obviously we're speaking from Piper's point of view, Scotty. Is it the same for Drummond? Just, it'll just always, always, always strive to move forward. It'll, it'll shake up. It will certainly shake up the whole, the whole thing, and just make it a bit more interesting. Yeah, we are. Yeah. I think as a as a society in general, you're always oh, society. Oh, I'm getting deep. Here. Oh, it's getting deep, like Scotty's foot gash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we should always be. <laughs> <Sorry. honesty. laughs> in any branch of society you should always be trying to move forward and maybe in terms of pipe bands in terms of our system and this this maybe brings us on to our next topic uh, we should be striving to move forward and shake it up a little bit it's not is it working is it still working to have all these grade one bands you know and we're judging the same way. We're we're playing the same uh, the same formations. We're we're doing the same things. So is it time to? I know the music's been shaken up over the years. The tone's been uh, shaken up. The drumming scores have been shaken up. You know, maybe the actual format mm-hmm. is where we need to shake it up. And this is what I mean by taking it on to the next topic because Steve, you have a wee suggestion. I in do. In terms of judging. I do, yeah. And I wanted to gauge your live reactions, Scott and Stu, with this. So, for benefit of the listeners, I've not, I've not told Scott or Stuart what this suggestion is. But some, I've, I would say I've put lots of thought into it. I've not really. <laughs> He's put lots of beer. But into it, it was one of these things when I when I was on uh, when I went on the Big Rab Show last week. Uh, yeah, exactly. I put a lot of beer into it when I was on the Big Rab Show last week. You know, the subject of judging came up a lot. It's a dicey topic to speak about, so I'm not here. So my my subject is a possible suggestion for shaking up the judging system a wee bit, you know, it, just because we've had the same format for a long, long, long time now. Yes, Stuart, he's raising his hand. What would you like to say? Disclaimer: We love the judges. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'll stand. I will. St- <laughs> I will stand by what I said live on the radio that it is so easy to be an armchair judge. You're not there on the day. You're not hearing what they're hearing. Generally, those of us sitting in our armchairs at home do not have the experience that these judges have yeah, and to make these calls. Let's, so some judges. So let's leave it. Controversial. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We're, we're not chatting around. Let's not. Let's not go down. <laughs> let's not go down the road of of yeah. Let's just steer clear of that. At the, so, at the end of the day, we're not the guys with the clipboards, so, and it's a hard job. And this is most. This is mostly for kind of the medleys really more than your msr i love the msr contest i love how traditional we keep it just staying true to the roots mm-hmm. you know discipline. discipline exactly scotty any band really any band can throw a medley together right okay but it takes a little bit of skill well or a lot of skill sorry to actually play an excellent msr 
as as a core as a full band okay so and i kind of took inspiration from this um i think i said on an earlier podcast that it was my first year watching the uh, Stuart's just getting a pen now out of the packet if you can hear that <laughs> crinkling um from watching the Bagad championships live and um it was, and, and it's something like they used something was it 12 judges they used to to, to judge these things um, I'm not quite sure how the point system works. I didn't look that deeply into it, but because essentially what they're they're performing huge medley pieces, right? Huge orchestral medley pieces. Okay. It's like twelve minute, twelve to fifteen minute concert pieces almost. Yep, and they're not no two are the same. Okay. Right? Generally, with pipe bands, you can almost predict the medley format. It's going to be. Yeah, you're either going to have the jigs at the end or the reels, reels at, the, at end. the end. It's going to start with either a march or a hornpipe, you know, unless yeah. you're old school Toronto police. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so but my, so my suggestion isn't um, about the format of the medleys. It's the format of the judging, just to get to make it more of a a rounded approach to the performance. Okay. Mm-hmm. So my idea is we have two piping judges. That sounds familiar. That's radical. Right? <laughs> <laughs> we have two drumming judges. Right. Okay. So that's. I just think sometimes it's a bit unfair. I think when you've got two piping judges and only one drumming judge. Okay. You know, okay. sometimes I think you know. So two piping judges, two drumming judges. Oh, Scotty's got his hand up. Yes, Scotty. I would say a snare drumming judge and a mid-section judge. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Yep. Yep. I like that. So let's do that. But then you have another two judges who judge ensemble. They're not necessarily pipe band people, but they are. Musicians. Qualified musicians, whether they're con- like military conductors, or but they need to be qualified, up to the hilt musicians who can actually take a step back, and listen to the performance, mm-hmm. and give their. So that's my that, that that's my idea. Two piping judges, two drumming judges, as Scott says, side section, mid section, and then two ensemble judges who are. Out with the pipe band life, if you like. Scotty, thoughts? Your two, your two ensemble judges make them blind. You know, like we've spoken about before, mm-hmm. where um, you judge up. You can, if you have the judges intent and not pronounce the name, announce the name of the band, and they can judge them blind. Yeah, I, I like that, but I mean, it, it's like Steve said. If, you, if they're not, if they're not part of the pipe band world as such then do do they need to do they need to be blind and also is is it should we make it fairer in the fact that they sit on a panel that they don't get to wander around the band and stick their head in either side do you know so, what i mean yes so what, what would you do then would you have your two drumming judges at the back yeah drum, have drumming judges listen to the drumming piping judges the listen to the pipers and then your ensemble judges possibly in a room listening to the performance via live stream via via a live stream but like a professional like yeah. you've got a professional setup like s- similar to what they do in the worlds where you've got like <laughs> um you know you've got a, a, say a, a big mic on the floor a mic over the top mics in each corner so so the ensemble judges are picking up everything plus they can see it as well i think that like uh, you had you had me at hello until <laughs> <laughs> uh, until 
all like this the, the whole technology thing right because okay right well, 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 let's forget about the technology just let's put them in the circle here. just put them in the circle put them in the circle uh, almost yeah. almost like on umpire stands up above i just think it's looking, yeah. yeah yeah i think it's unrealistic to think that w- we would do that for every competition and possibly you know if we're doing that for grade one should we not be doing that for the the yeah, I mean, every grade yeah but uh, I'm just, you know, as I said, I've not put a whole lot of thought into this. Yeah. But yeah. certainly, just let's let's just take it for grade one, for example. Okay. Well, or, I, I like or, the idea. Or. If if a premier grade comes up, I'll have it just for the premier grade. Just for the premier grade. Yeah. I like the idea. Um, I'm going to disagree with part of what you said about the the medleys. I don't think that anyone can just put a good good medley together. Well, not a good medley. But I mean, I mean anybody can throw a medley together. A medley. It takes a skill a bu- to put a good medley together. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think like um, when you hear things like the the bridges that Dauko, uh, bridges and the harmonies and the the uh, reprises and things that come into a medley like that, or Scottish Power, or uh, some you know. That's not an easy thing to do. No, that's no, that's no. serious musicianship, right yeah, there. That's yeah. quality. Yes. Um, Recognise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bit of Ric Flair there for you. Um, so do you think? Do you think would would if that would you agree with that format? I like the format. Yeah, I think it's. I, I like the fact that you've got two ensemble judges, like you say, qualified musicians. I'm not sure what. And, level. and I'm not. And I'm not saying again. Just for if we start upsetting people, I'm not saying piping and drumming judges aren't qualified. Right. Oh, yeah. So obviously they've got yeah. to go through that whole process and be musicians in their own right as well. Yeah, absolutely. Certainly from a pipe band point of view. But I mean, qualified musicians out with the pipe band world. Yeah, I think that's that's a that's a really good shout. I mean, at the end of the to day, add in there, you do have to be a judge as a qualification. Yes, exactly. It's a, it's a, you have to jump through the hoops, get all the boxes ticked, ticked to be a judge. Anyway. Have the experience. And it's a hard job, so yeah, recognise that as well. I'm just I'm thinking just outside judges, outside ensemble judges. For example, say uh, a conductor of an orchestra who's got the experience of bringing together not just three, not just pipes, midsection, snare, like an entire orchestra together and bring that overall effect. You know. Yeah, so. uh, yeah, yeah. I I think that's a really, it's a quite a cool idea actually to have something like. That. At the same time, it's like you say, it, you know, when when I've listened back to and and Rab kind of gets into this a wee bit with um with his listeners, you know, they're putting pressure on him to always discuss judging yeah, and things like yeah. that now i i personally feel that listening back to the the two major championships we've had so far i actually think the judges have got it pretty well spot on yeah yeah I, you know yeah. I, I, we've always said it's subjective yeah so everybody does have an opinion and when you look at probably the top 10 right anybody could have a different opinion like anybody could have a different opinion, and it, it really like it. It makes me kind of sigh in mm-hmm. desperation. It's like, dudes, no one's trying to annoy anyone here. I don't think. I think yeah, it's just that's it. It's everyone. Everyone. Uh, you've got to love the again. We mentioned it before the uh, the guys who wear the tinfoil hats and the conspiracy theorists. Absolutely. Yeah. And you know, and it's kind of uh, it's pipe bands. Yeah. It's a hobby. Uh, Come on now. I mean, I I think. If, Certain judges um, will like certain things, right? Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, you know, it, some it, people will like a, a straighter, upfront medley. Mm-hmm. Others will like a bit of, you know, tweaking a bit of, mm-hmm. uh, you know, 
like crazy harmonies and stuff like that. People oh, yeah. say again, Scotty. Artistic license. Artistic yeah. license. Yeah. Yeah, I, and I think it just depends on your tastes. Like you know, when it's that close with piping, mm-hmm. when it's that close, you know, with like let's let's go even smaller with the top six, mm-hmm. right? And you've got uh, the chanters and stuff that close, mm-hmm. right? And the tone is that good you've got to make a decision somewhere and it's got to be based on your opinion. It's, it's yeah. like... Do you not think it would be great this season if we had a different winner for each Grade 1 major? Oh, I'd be So awesome. that it is wide open going into the Worlds. I'd be brilliant. I'd love it. We, we almost got it uh, 2016. Okay. I was looking back at um, some of our memes uh, on Facebook and we definitely posted something about three different grade one champions after the okay, first three yeah, majors I would have to take your word on it because I've not actually and I think it. I think it was slot FM and Inverary were our three okay yeah yeah. so right now we've got Scottish Power and slot yeah. uh, so I mean if you're talking like let's FM and Inverary are more than capable of taking the next two slot and Scottish Power are more than capable of taking the next two as well and put, yeah. adding another one to their belt so and you've got... It's, it's looking good. I mean, uh, who, who else have we got climbing in the prizes? Uh, we've got Fife Police. Fife Police. Uh, Boggies are making a wee yeah, storage for yeah. the prize list. Shots jumped back up there with their Shots, NSR. Yeah, yeah. Um, yep. So do you think... So just segue in, try to segue nicely into, into the next topic. Um, thank you for your input on the judging suggestion, guys. Let's uh, let's see let's see how that goes. Uh, and as always... Yep. If you're listening and you've got an opinion on anything we're talking about, please let us know. Get us on Facebook, Twitter, gmail.com. Yeah, and just, just let us know what you think on, on that wee judging suggestion and anything else. So, with the top six being so tight, do you think that weather is a big factor in on the day? of you know to determine how well a band does especially at that top six level yes because so far we've had two very contrasting contests paisley the weather was pretty consistent yeah you know belfast it was four seasons in one day yeah i would definitely say that um i think you could tell listening to the live stream only again live stream only folks you know i I wasn't at Belfast. Um, I think you could tell the bands that had the worst of the weather, and by the worst, I mean the changing weather, because that I think that's the hardest part uh, of of something like like Belfast, where there was there was rain, there was clouds, but there was also sun. Mm. You know, and it's like, what the hell do we do? You yeah. know, do you is it a twenty minute job? Well, certainly the week leading up to the Belfast Championships. The weather was fairly consistent. There was a little bit of rain now and again, but the Saturday morning, out of nowhere, it just became torrential. Right. It was like the, the monsoon season. Yeah. For the entire morning, and then I think round about I think eleven o'clock there was another massive shower. Yeah. Uh, I do remember standing there with a brolly and bracing myself. Right. Uh, it was. It was twelve o'clock because I just seen you. Uh, I seen Ian Duncan and that and. Uh, that's right. Uh, yeah. Of you guys, we went to our bus. We 
started practicing in a bus and then all of a sudden the heavens opened. That was about 20 past 12. And then the rain, it kind of, it was spitting on and off for a while and then the latter half of the afternoon the sun came out. Yeah. And it, it was, was beautiful. Yeah, yeah. It was probably the first half of grade one in the live stream that I thought had some issues uh, in terms of tuning. Yeah. And I think, like, obviously that's where that's where that that weather's changed. It's gone from the rain mm-hmm. and probably the first few bands is where it started to change. And how, how do you deal with that? So, so <coughs> is the weather, so would you say the weather is something that we just kind of have to deal with? Should we consider moving to an indoor format for these championships? Or is it just the test of a good pipe measure? Well, I think... And a, and a, and a good management slash tuning team. I, th- I think you've got like I think you've got both there like if you go to an indoor championship I know that uh, Steve is not a fan of indoor championships oh it's <laughs> the, the idea of straight away you say to me indoor championship I, I've never played an indoor contest that I've enjoyed right regardless so, of playing the indoors in Canada but I only enjoyed that because I was in Canada right okay okay just yeah controversial (laughs) (laughs) mostly because generally when you play indoors you're on a stage and there's curtains oh no imagine having to play music on a stage yeah do you know what I mean but again I think it's probably it's just the pipe band life that's ingrained in me you know it's what what I feel is that if you put I'm not totally opposed to the idea but I think it would need to be done right absolutely Um, I mean I'm uh, offhand I'm thinking you know uh, the world's grade one on the concert hall stage almost concert format you've got loads of seats there you've got plenty if you don't get a ticket tough um i think that is the bit that would be a bit harsh on fans that want to see other grades you're gonna have your grade fours your grade threes that play their qualifiers and or finals and they, they still want to see grade one they're not going to trek from the green all the way up to the concert hall and back down again. I'm not. I'm not saying the whole thing should be in there. Uh, sorry, I'm not saying the the rest of it should be down on the green or whatever. I, I'm not quite sure how it would all work. It's like your judging suggestion. You've not really put a huge amount of thought into no. it. But what my main thing is right that you can keep the um the the factors all all these all these factors the same for every band because their final tuning will be the same room all bands go from one room to the next room final tuning and then on so they're all going from the same temperatures straight through so one band doesn't have to contend with the rain then the next band have to contend with the sun and stuff like that you know uh, you're all tuning in one place and it's all the same place so if you're not as good as the band before you no excuses. So you're talking about sort of levelling the playing field. Correct. I say levelling the playing field at the end of the day. You know, there's still... there's, You know yourself from going to see concerts and things like that, right? Now, is is that something where the numbers cap makes sense? Yes. Can I, can I just interject just a little? No. No. Nah. Oh. It's going to turn you off now. Okay. <laughs> Let's go back to my balls. <laughs> Carry on, Scotty. Years ago, they used to have a massive, and I mean massive, mini-band contest, indoor contest in Glasgow. 
So almost, almost like you have now, now, now. Whoa. Oh, I've just had a wee brain fart. Right, so you have your world championships. It's out there on the green. Brilliant, grade one world champions. Everyone gets to see the spectacle. Fantastic. You then have your competition with your top 12 mm-hmm. winners of the grade one to then play for a place in the concert hall for a place in the premier grade. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> We're getting there. Uh, We're getting a bit tense. You're, like you're, you're stunned at the silence now, are you? <laughs> I like it. I do. I do like. Just try, it. Just try to think for because the way you speak, the way you're selling it to me, I'm, 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 I'm liking this indoor thing for a while. It's like you say. I mean, I, I just don't, I don't know how it would work because you know, it's like you say, Scotty. You know, you've got too many folk who want to see these these bands. Whether whether that's grade four families whether that's grade one you know kids want uh that are playing novice juvenile want to watch their favorite band at grade one there's there's tons of people that want to see them and so that make that does make it a logistical nightmare but you have sorry sorry Stu. i was just going to say like the the idea of everyone having to deal with the same thing and the same factors for tuning says says to me you'll get a really interesting contest. Yeah, yeah. Holy shit, was that an, an intelligent conversation? Oh, do you know what, man? I, I'm, read it, boys. My, my, my brain has burst. Uh, tell you what, <laughs> see from the start of this one, actually, there's been very, there's been very little pish talk. <laughs> well, there's been a lot of pish talk, but there's not been, there's, there's not been as much laughter on this one. I'm oh, not, okay, right. Should should we bring it back to something a bit more? We've, we've kind of smashed through a few topics. Do you want to bring in a few random questions, and we'll see. We'll try see if we can start talking pish again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's, let's do that. Let's so a bit more lighthearted. <coughs> have you seen this page? This new page that's cropped up on Facebook and Instagram. Pipe band hotties. Yeah. Scott. I have. You haven't? Oh, you? No. Oh. Well, it's a bit disappointing. Let's just put it put it that way. Just it. Uh, I think, you know, pipe band hotties, so I think for every guy in the pipe band world, the, the inner pervert came rushing to the surface. <laughs> <laughs> but of course, it is, it is completely, you know, it's not female-orientated. If anything, there's more guys than girls. And also, there's clearly no vetting process because myself, nothing against my pal Fraser Yorston, who also plays in... Oh, he's an ugly bastard as well. <laughs> we love you, Fraser. Um, but for whatever reason, somebody's at it because somebody submitted a picture of me and Fraser from Belfast, which made the pipe band haughty pay. Yeah, someone's definitely at it because you two are ugly bastards. <laughs> Thanks, man. Anytime, uh, bro. <laughs> oh, I'm sad. Man. <laughs> but um, yeah, let's say there's, uh, there's clearly zero vetting process. Um, Clearly, you can just nominate somebody and they get put up on the page, which is kind of nice. It's clearly it's there for fun. It's not to upset anybody. Pipe bands are not nice. <laughs> <laughs> We're not here for nice. Here to win. But um, I'm 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 not complaining. It's gotten me a few extra uh, friends on Snapchat, so <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm I'm all, I'm all good with that. <laughs> I'll bet you are, pal. 
So just remember yeah. the Polis uh, yeah. monitor that. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, so a shout out to the new page out there, the Pipe Band Hotties. <laughs> and just yeah, I don't know. Although if you, if you actually go on a, a, the picture on Facebook and there's like zero likes. <laughs> Plenty of likes on Instagram, but zero Plenty likes, likes on, on Instagram. Absolutely, it's an Instagram thing. It's and I, it's Instagram. definitely an Instagram. I refuse yeah. to like my own photo. That's just yeah. I refuse to like your photo as well. <laughs> <laughs> right. So where are we up to? Right. Okay. So, uh, what would you, you want to do? Another question, or do you want to launch into another topic? Do you know what? Let's talk about uh, very quickly. Shout out to our bros from other poddles um chanter wanks the chanter wank the chanter wank podcast live from nevada las vegas las vegas las vegas Wyatt. nevada yeah and again rag wife and again from the band that should not be named yeah. las vegas pipe band yeah <laughs> anyway uh they they threw out a couple of little topics uh so we can just just ones that i kind of found a bit interesting okay um so we'll love you guys we do really, honest. Um, but uh, first one was how long should it take you to learn a tune, right? So well, let's well let's let's put this in perspective. Let's put it as a, a competition medley, and you've been given the the hornpipe opener that is two parts and a bridge into so the jig. Scotty, from your perspective, how drumming, drumming expect how? Are we talking committed to playing or side beat? Uh, no, so you can stand up and play it on the floor. Without music. Yeah, at least give it your best go without music. Um, on a drumming, on a drumming point of view, I personally can do an MSR in two weeks. Two weeks, full four four parts each. Right, okay. Okay. Steve? Yeah, I think two weeks is, from a piping point of view, is... From getting the music to having that tune... To to giving it my best... If it's music I've never seen before, three tunes I don't know... Right, so we're going for MSR here. Just we're, going, we're going for MSR. So, so, yeah. so it's MSR, two, so it's three, an MSR. I've never seen the music before. I'm going completely sort of blind when I first get it. Mm-hmm. I would say... To for getting on the floor and giving it my best sort of go. Yeah. Um, two two to three weeks is probably probably acceptable. I okay. would say. Scotty's a grade two player at the moment. You've played grade one before, Scotty. I have. You're a grade one player. Yeah. I'm a grade one player. I would probably tend to agree with you. Certainly, two weeks having the music away. And being able to watch the pipey's fingers to the point that you can start to fine-tune things. That's without a deadline. <coughs> if pipey sets a deadline, then you, you need to try. You need, you need to stick to that yeah. deadline. I mean, if he says four weeks, I'm taking four weeks. <laughs> <laughs> but so, I mean, I think I think it's rare to kind of be told, especially with a brand new MSR. Right, I want all three tunes off on pipes within two weeks. Yeah, I think it. I, I'm just wondering kind of what's reasonable, you know. Um, I think knowing the tunes, like they were, like the guys were talking about, I think being able to hum the tune, so knowing what the tune is, being able to put the music away mm. and listen to the expression yeah. um, so that you can start to develop that rather than 
But let's let's change the question ever so slightly. These guys uh, at the Las Vegas band are grade four. Yes. So grade four band, um, your four-parted full MSR. How long would you... Again, we'll go Scotty first for drumming. So for grade four, Scotty. Grade four, four-parted, full MSR. Taking it into consideration, grade four, I would say two months to two and a half months. Yeah, I would... I was just... That was going to be my answer as well, Scotty. From say, say I give out the music in... We've played the world, we've had a month off, and you give out the music end of September, I would want to be up on the floor... Maybe some folk have still got the music on music stands, mm-hmm. but I would expect the whole band to be up, given the full set of go before Christmas, if not just oh, after, just after New Year. Absolutely, yeah, I think that's I think that's a fair answer. It's just I, I've got to say I'm quite a, a slow slow learner in terms of music. Uh, committing um, stuff to my to my head is is a is a nightmare. I'm, I'm a huge huge advocate, only because. My first experience of this is when Anne Spaulding used to teach me Hebrew, and it was she would sing it and put it on tape for me, and I would just listen to it over and over and over and over again, and that's what I do, even to this day. I mean, you know, we've we've got to send in recordings for 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 Triumph Street, and it's not until you get once I send in a recording, or if there's a recording in the band, but once I send in a recording that gets the seal of approval, um, after you send it in half a dozen times, I get a few crits. I just get that recording in my ears and just over time over and over and over and over until I'm driving around, driving to work, tapping it on my fingers, just playing it on my fingers. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that's the thing. Like listening to it, just hearing it all the time, is is part of the. I mean, I mean, I remember being being a kid in in grade four, and you're drilling your set over and over and over yeah. and over, and it is mind numbing, and you're that's so bored. I'm looking at you, Ryan Kennedy. <laughs> <laughs> but it, as is proven, it works. Because yeah. I mean, yeah. those tunes, that, that set, I could still play in my sleep perfectly. I remember um, when I joined David Urquhart Travel, my first grade one band uh, back in the day, uh, when Chris Armstrong was pipe major, uh, he, gave us all, he gave us all a, a CD yeah. of the two, I think the two medleys and the Actually, I think possibly the whole folder of tunes. Yeah. And um, the CD just had everything on it, and it was there. You go. So you can just listen to them, play along with them, whatever you know. I, th- I think I think that's a pretty standard thing to do. I think it's good as well if you join a band who has. It's all different now, though. Dropbox. Dropbox, yeah. Dropbox, <laughs> absolutely. Um, uh, you know, a band that has like, say, they've got a CD out, and you get some of their concert music. Just go stick the concert on in your ears. Oh yeah. yeah. Do you know what? That takes us nicely onto the next topic. A uh, little question from yeah. our. Uh, oh well, did, Scott, did you have any more to say on practicing and times and what's what works oh, for you? Oh, uh, um, quite happy. Like we said before, because of all the three of us have had experience in grade one, you've had that you've had that pressure of learning it in a short space of time. Where when you're at the grade four level, you do have that. Um, it's almost a, not a gift, but you, you do have that chance to learn it over a longer period. Yeah, absolutely. So, I think, I, I can't remember who said it on a podcast, I don't know if it was the Chant Rant guys or if it was Rab, but really, play for the grade you're in, and it, have, yeah. the expe- have the expectations of the grade that you're in. Yeah. It's like anything, you're only as strong as your weakest player. 
This is David Hildard, pipe major of the Dalco Triumph Street Pipe Band from Vancouver, Canada, and I listen to Grace Note Vortex. Stuart, you wanted to bring in the topic of, well, to leave well, it from their topic, I just thought diver- it was diversity in pipe bands. I thought it was really quite an interesting topic, because they, they maybe have to deal with, uh, again, I say deal with, this is, this is kind of my thought on the topic, that I don't think we deal with anything in pipe bands. I think if you play in a pipe band, and these guys say it as well across there, if you play in a pipe band, it doesn't really matter what colour of skin you have, what sexuality you are, if you're male or female, at the end of the day, you're, you all kind of just go for a pint and en- enjoy it. Like, I, I just thought it was, it was an interesting topic that, mm. you know, they, they would maybe think otherwise. Yeah. The diversity thing. You have that luxury of being able to play somebody that's regardless of age, sexuality, gender, da da da, you know, you have that luxury in a war grade band to, to involve more people like that. Diversity in higher grade would be a wee bit, well, not really, but it's just down to the playing ability. But so diversity doesn't really come into it. At I mean, the end of the day, if you've got a black gay guy, Who's a fantastic piper and <laughs> but blows great tone. Giggity. <laughs> um, you know, at the end of the day, who's you wouldn't drop them because they were black or because they were gay. Well, no, no, it's all it's all about the music. I think in the UK, or even globally, I think the biggest challenge to diversity in pipe bands is is if you're female. I think yeah, because there's there's more female players wrestling against it than there well, is black or... A, yeah, well, for example, yeah. to my mind, just to use my band Triumph Street as an example, Shauna Hilder is the only grade one female pipe sergeant ever. Interesting one. You know, and I, as to my knowledge, there hasn't been a grade one female pipe major. Again, if I'm wrong, feel free to to smack me down in the comments and, and things like that. And let us know. But would would you know? Would, do you know of one, Scotty? Not in grade one. Not in grade one. I, it, it's certainly in the lower grades there are a lot of great female pipe majors. Yeah, yeah. I mean, grandpa, yeah, grandpa and police. They're left in the district. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, a friend of mine used to be a pipe major many moons ago. Um, uh, down in. I just thought it was, <coughs> excuse me, quite an interesting topic. It's something we've, we've never really, I've never found to be an issue. This what this so what I mean. Though, so certainly, certainly, the generation we've grown up in, I think we've been quite lucky. In ter- in terms of that, though, we're we're all quite welcoming, I would say, to to bands from uh, from other countries when they come across, regardless of colour of skin, um, or or anything. You know, mm. I I just think that in terms of the the pipe band community pipe band community itself probably has quite a lot to be proud of it in terms of its diversity I think some I, th- I think a lot of women might disagree with me um, I think they would say that it's it's very hard to be female in 
uh, type bands. I, I would hope that I've never contributed to something like that, and I, not being female, I don't really know. Yeah, yeah. I think we're quite lucky in the fact that we're all three of us are white males. You know, diversity has never been a problem for us. <laughs> especially not in this show. Especially, especially not in the northeast of Scotland. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. So do you think? I mean, how many female grade one judges are there? Jenny Hutchins. Jenny Hutchins. Hutchinson, sorry, Hutchins, 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 Hutchins. 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 Do you know what? That's homework for the next podcast. Absolutely. You you get on that. In two years' time, you tell us. (laughs) 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 Um, Okay, so that's another one ticked off diversity in type bands. Uh, Okay, so we'll go for another another random question. Let's go for uh, a random question. So all of our random questions so far have been submitted by... Uh, Rab Lennox, of course, from the Big Rab Show. Shout out to our other brother from another bro from another podo. I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And you had you on uh, on the Big Rab yeah, Show. Yeah, that was that, yeah, that, that was great fun actually. Yeah, it was nice, nice the way that worked out. Um, no pressure. No pressure. Yeah. Don't say anything stupid because you can't edit that shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the live radio and especially the live stream when you can see who's popping up and watching you see. See your comments and your your conversations. <laughs> it's uh, quite nerve wracking, but no, it was it was good fun. It was good. It was chill, and I would uh, yeah quite. I'd recommend going on having a chat with Rab and uh, yeah and yeah quite enjoy next, it. Next next so, time I'm in Northern Ireland, yeah, I'll yeah. give him a chat. Although make sure you hire a car because where the studios are is a good hour north of Belfast. Oh right, as okay. I discovered. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so thanks to Rab for the topic. So <coughs> Scotty, going to throw this question out to you first. Favourite pipe band recording and why? Favourite pipe band recording. I'm gonna say I think I think we're talking concert concert recordings here. If that's concert I think we can go any recording. Any any recording? Any recording. Okay, let's go any, any recording. recording. Let's make it dead wide, any recording. Any recording. Let's make it giggly. Giggly. <laughs> it's gonna be a choice of two. Okay. Any, any particular reason why, Scotty? Uh, the Big Oz one, uh, that was my second year in pipe bands, and I didn't really understand a lot of the concept of, you know, ensemble uh, and stuff like that. But when I heard that record, when I heard that medley, it just instantly blew me away. It spoke uh, to you. Stu, so well, I'll I'll go a bit broader rather than just a specific track, um, and again, I find it hard to probably pick between two. Uh, 
Live and Well by The Veil. Yeah, it's a uh, good show. Yeah. One of my first ever uh, purchases as uh, as a Pike Band fan. Uh, I loved a bit of El Paco Grande. You know, Two seconds, stop. guys. Two seconds, guys. Oh. Uh, yeah, so uh, live and well um, for El Paco Grande. I loved El Paco Grande. I thought I loved what again as I, I think I was eleven mm. or something when I got that album, and to hear them, you know, stopping the chanters and stuff. That was that was awesome to me. That was so yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. Still stands out. First, first time you kind of hear other instruments with the pipes. Really, you know, that was the first time I'd heard that. Um, with pipe bands, you know, you kind of start getting into it, and until you're really on the on the parks, you uh, you don't hear all the the diversity of the medleys, and st- and all of a sudden here was this recording, uh, the Marianne McKinnon solo on that recording, I loved. Um, mm. Brendan Swamp Fever and the Dangling Drummer are still two of my favourite tunes. Played them all the time, um, and the Inverin uh, medley. Inveran, Inveran, depending on how you, not the Inveran medley, the Inveran MSR. Right, okay. I think it's, I think it's Inveran, Susan McLeod, can I, and... Can I just say, sure, that, that CD is phenomenal, and one of my favourite tunes, oh, sorry, I'm going to chime in here, one of my favourite tunes from that album is Gargoyles. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, that, would be a, that would make a fantastic opener for a medley. Absolutely, oh, that's a good shout, yeah. But that that MSR, the Inveran MSR on Live and Well, that's one of my favourite MSRs ever. I love it. Uh, and my other one that I just did again, similar to Scott, when I heard it, um, it just totally it blew me away, and I I just had to go and try and be at that level. Flame of Wrath, the seven eights. Oh yeah, yeah. It's- favourite as well again I was that kind of age I was still that 11, 12, 13 age where I was I was getting these recordings and going oh this is just awesome I want to play that stuff that's yeah. what I want to do yeah you know so um, that's why it's uh, it's one of my favourites and specifically um, the Crooked Bridge and the Mason's Apron at the uh, end uh, can't beat it you're, you're just a, an index of tunes tonight <laughs> <laughs> You know, we're getting the Spotify out and the CD collection and just, uh, just, just. Oh, YouTube. Well, yeah, YouTube as well. Yeah, just you know anything. What? <laughs> that's a future. That's a future podcast. That's, oh, that's a great yeah. idea. We'll that's just sit. Idea. We'll just sit and we'll just go. Oh, have you heard this track? And just get Big some beers. Don't you dare chant around. You'll never do something that serious. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to worry yeah. about you stealing that idea. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Um. Right. So, oh, my turn. It's uh, your turn. Okay. Recording, Steve. So, favorite pipe man recording. Something that's still does the rounds frequently uh, in my ears is Master Blasters Victoria Police Pipe Band that's, that's brilliant oh yeah I just it was my first ever well the year they won the Worlds 1998 was my first yep. ever competition experience playing in a band right. at, at the World Championships sure. and that's really the first because up until that point pipe bands were just for me it was just my wee pipe band and yeah, to yeah. the odd games. That was my nineteen ninety eight was my first experience of holy crap. This is a big this, scene. Is, this is a big deal. Yeah. You know. And they won it. I, I, I honestly off the top of my head, without doing any research, I couldn't tell you if 
the championship came first or the CD came first. I'm not sure. But I just... I, yeah. I, do, you, do you know what it was, Scott? Championship came first. Championship came first. The CD. After they won the Worlds. Yeah, so that's probably what inspired me to buy the CD. And to this day, I think the tone and the playing from that band at that time would stand up against any of the top six oh. today. Oh, that's a, that's a big call. Especially, I mean, I can't really call from the drumming, but certainly from the piping. In terms of in terms of the finger work and stuff like that, I mean, absolutely. It's just a case of, uh, you know, would it be too flat nowadays? Uh, without getting a tuner out off the top of my head, no. And I think a lot of, a lot of grade one bands would struggle to get that tone. Yeah. Really. Um, controversial, throwing that out Cro- there. Uh, in terms of just a pipe band recording. The one, one track. One track. Um, off the top of my head, without sort of going back, you know, you've got one of my favourite medleys, uh, Field Marshal D fifty two. I love it. Just, just love so it. superb. Ninety three. Something like yeah, de- definitely early nineties. But a recent one that comes to mind, which I still love, and I love the opener. Two thousand two. Th- love the opener. I, just, I, can't, I can't wait to hear that back in my own oh, ears. Oh man. Uh, I'm not even going to edit it. If you do, if you do a three way with the chatter <laughs> and you do shit like that, they are going to rip you to pieces. Oh, I'm going to get ripped to pieces anyway. Um, yeah, two thousand and eleven. Scottish Power Medley opener, Castle Dangerous. Oh, I, re- I remember first noticing that medley that year. I think it was at Dumbarton. They came around. They came in the corner from the final tuning. I don't know if they were playing that, but I just remember thinking that sound was just phenomenal. And then they went on and they played, just opened Castle. Da- and I'd never heard Castle Dangerous played to that volume, with that precision, with those harmonies. Yeah, yeah. And then the medley just, just blows you away from there. So, so recent recordings. That's that's one that, that sticks out in, in my head. But again. It's one of the last, probably one of the last worlds, or one of the last world CDs where you've got that recording of a pipe band medley yeah. like that. Uh, yeah. Similar that year, uh, 2011 was Inverary when they played The Water Is Wide. Uh, that that slow air was just again the arrangement of that slow air is just phenomenal. Right. Okay. So let's let's do uh, let's do another quick chat, quick topic. Uh, grade two this year. Another another question sent in by Big Rab. He he said it a few times now. He just cannot call grade two for who, who's who's gonna absolutely clean it up this year well i mean obviously you've already got two different winners right so i don't think anyone's gonna clear it up for me and it it pains me to say this guys because i'm, a, I'm an ex-mac yeah i'm an ex-mac cal but close cal for me uh of assuming they continue on the vein that mm. they're going yeah they've 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 got the champions of champions yeah, right yeah, on. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are doing really well. I want to point out though that come the worlds, City of Dunedin, if they rock up and play like they played last year, they're gonna. Do we know? Do we know? They are coming. Rattle some cages, exactly. They are Scott. coming. Do we do we know if, if Worcester Kiltley are coming back for the worlds or was Belfast there? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, because they, they did. What did they get a third at Belfast? They got a third. Yeah. Yeah, they were third. It was uh, the Max then Clossgill then Worcester Kiltley. Worcester Kiltley. Yeah. Heard them, uh, played well, mm-hmm. played well. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, for for me so far from what I've heard, I think uh, I think Klaus Kelt are my my mm-hmm. pick. Mm-hmm. Um, 
to sort of to, to win the champions and yeah. champions maybe, but uh, I don't I don't think it's like Rab said, I don't think you can just pick one band. Obviously you've got uh Forrest coming up. Mm-hmm. I'm not hundred percent sure Klaskill are there. I think they maybe are from what Rab was saying on his I, if I can add again I'd have to look at my phone again because I'm sure I said this on the Rab show that out of I'm sure we said it last episode as well, out of all the bands going to Forest outside of um Slot and Field Marshall, there's only one other band coming across from I think across the water, and I think it could be Kloskel. And I, I w- oh, you're just checking, Scott. Yeah, so there you go. So there's only yeah. in terms of medley, I think they could they could have it. Yeah, yeah. So what, what about you, Scotty? You you think you're also gonna come? Oh, you're also there. So who's who's gonna take the who's gonna take who's the drumming? Take the drumming. There you go. And that's gonna be a tight one. Stop it. Just, just about as open as grade one, I think. At this, yeah, at, at this stage in the game, yeah. And Scotty, anything uh, in terms of the the Balagan camp? We're just uh, building. We're just building on, and we're just taking everything we're, we're we're doing, and we're just trying to build on everything that we're doing and move forward as best we can. That's all you can do, man. Got to pick up your socks and and keep keep that, honey. Keep the chin up and keep moving forward. That's it. That's all you can do. Um, excellent. So happy. Oh well, uh, for me, great oh, yeah, two. Great uh, again, you know, a soft spot for City of Discovery. Um, I think you're an ex Matt Cal as well. I'm an ex Matt Cal as well, but I think I think the fact that City of Discovery won at Belfast could hurt their table chances. Uh, depending on how uh, well they do. I mean, don't get me wrong. City of Discovery are not a a bad band to listen to at all. Yeah, definitely yeah. A, a grade two band. You know they're they're still plugging away. Sound. They're still sort of. I think they're still kind of doing their apprenticeship in grade two. But I, d- I don't see them winning any competitions this year. No, no, it, it, that really pains me. To Win, say winning that. any majors? It, winning any majors? But because they're a great bunch of guys and they've got a yeah, great set up there and they're certainly setting up well for the future. Um, but sort of the flip side of your reasons, I'm an ex Mac. I've got to throw my weight behind the Mackenzie. Ah, oh, there you go. I've got, a couple, go. I've got a couple of ex ex pupils in there from when I had our growth. Uh, you know, but well, ex just ex band members as well. So and, what an opportunity uh, for them though. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm so so, so happy to see them doing so well. Yeah. Um. Okay. So there's there's our picks for. Uh, and Scotty, are you going to be controversial or are you just going to pick Balagan? <laughs> quite right too Scotty quite right too you're hard to do your with that's it the comeback's on that's the Mon the Balagan right okay so quick fire question exactly. guys <laughs> quick fire question before we wrap up we've been going for over an hour now Um. so the live streaming service regardless of who does it is it killing the scene or is it helping the scene Scott go Do you think that hurts ticket sales? No. Good. Stuart, killing or helping? I don't think I can say it any better than Scotty. I think if you're thinking that it's killing the scene, I think you're off your rocker. I think you're a, you're a dinosaur if you yeah, think it's killing the scene. At the end of the day, right, this is a it's technology that's so 
easy to yeah. use. We streamed a little bit of walkover the other day on the Grace Note Vortex page. Yep. We've got Scottish Powers Medley, we've got Mackenzie. All I did was use my phone to stream live to people who weren't at walkover Highland Games. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And do you know what? It's it, it's a it really is a great service. And I can just talk from experience when I when I live streamed the results from for the Big Rab show. At one point there was eight hundred and fifty people watching. Yeah. Yeah. From all over the world, and if you think exactly. that's hurting the scene, then yeah, you need to have a good yeah, you're, look at yourself in the mirror. That's it. You know who's who's complaining about 150 people watching in Australia? Yeah, you know they're not going to be coming anyway, dudes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> let exactly. them watch. Let them watch. Let them comment. You know, just like you would if you were if you were there on the scene. Um, I think I think with in terms of us, I don't think this is a huge topic because we we're all. So in agreement. We're all behind it. Yeah. yeah it's, it's and I, I can't think of a reason that's not good for live streaming. Yeah. Really. I, I agree. Totally agree. I don't think it's affecting any ticket sales. In fact, live streaming one might boost ticket sales for the next because mm. people might go, oh, what's this? You know, they might come across it on the uh, on the inter interwebs. And on the old internet. Yeah. On the so Facebook. We're all in agreement there. Yeah, absolutely. Aye. Um, we're going to... Sorry. No, carry on. No, just, I think we should probably call it a day. Yeah, I was just going to say we're going to wrap stuff up now. Wrap stuff up. A uh, uh, couple of little shout-outs. Just, again, our Chanterwank pals, um, Josh and Andy, uh, they've, they've, they've suggested a three-way podcast. Yeah, some, uh, so they've also, I believe, in there, you read between the lines, there's an offer of a free flight to Las Vegas. Uh, that's what I heard. That's what I heard yeah. as well. So, that's, so Scotty, fancy that free trip to Las Vegas? <laughs> yeah. They're they're also paying for us to stay at the Bellagio. I'm in. Fully comp fully comped suite. Yeah, uh, from yeah. the Chanter Rant <laughs> and all their merchandise uh, <laughs> profits. from the tables. Yeah. So yeah. So we've spoken about briefly. Uh, well, they've mentioned it. We've yet to get in contact and actually hash out the details. But doing a three-way podcast between ourselves, Chanter Rant, and the Big Rap Show. That would be a piping live week. Kind of thing. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That's a, a maybe not what, during. What did, what, did, what did you call it? The the big chant. The big grace note rant. The big grace note rant. The big grace note hashtag rant. Hashtag the big grace note rant. Yeah, if you want it yeah. to happen, use the hashtag. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know you know you would like that. Um. So yeah. So as I said, hit us up on Facebook. Just search for Grace Note Vortex. You'll find us. Uh, you'll get all our back catalogue on iTunes, on SoundCloud. Um, you can get us on Twitter at Grace Note Vortex. Email us, gracenotevortex at gmail.com. We are all also now on Snapchat. Oh. Gracenotevortex. Uh, so, yeah, so hit us up. Let us know what you think. Give us some suggestions. Um, Scotty, some my phone only has 1% battery, so I think we'll say cheerio. <laughs> Bye! Bye, man. See you Cheers, well. Scotty. Speak to you soon, mate. Get well, man. See you soon. And thanks again, folks. Yeah. And See you next time. We'll, we'll, try, you next we'll, time. we'll try and get another quick turnaround for the next episode. No promises on when. Absolutely uh, no promises on when. <laughs> I'm looking at you, Rab. <laughs> but we'll try and get to you as soon as humanly possible. Thanks again, folks. We'll See, you See you later. Bye bye. <laughs>
think um, I like how you're pausing, thinking I'm going to edit that out. <laughs> Absolutely. Stephen, put your phone on charge. I have only got I've got five percent. Is that, is that okay? Is that you want to finish that? Yeah. Yeah. Me. I'll just say that a bit quicker. You're more annoying than him. Go! Go! See! Go! Other story that caught okay. our eye. Okay, right, perfect. Right, perfect. Grand, <laughs> perfect. Grand, grand, grand smashing. smashing. Super smashing, great. <laughs>